Hello Divas, um, I am so, so excited for you to hear this episode with Ruben uh, discussing Celine Dion. A uh, couple of things I just wanted to flag up top. Um, we are quite excitable and really enjoy each other's company and we also have a very dark bent to our humour. So, it does go to some pretty dark, some of the riffs are a bit dark, and a bit of a trigger warning, we do use some language that um, some people might not uh, not be that comfortable with. So, what I'd like to say up top is I really, really want you to know how um, much we want you to enjoy it, um, but equally, if you think that you are maybe going to be triggered by some vocabulary, then it's probably not the episode for you. Or, or if you, you know, don't like comedy with a dark bite, then it's, again, maybe not the one for you. But thank you, and please come again. Je t'aime. Uh, however, if you are a sick bitch, then um, strap in. I present the one, the only, Reuben Kay discussing Celine Actual Dion. You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel, what to see? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. And welcome to Big Diva Energy, a podcast largely about fabulous people being extralent. I'm Holly Morgan and my husband Tom is also here. Let's go for it! Today we are tackling a heavy hitter, big time, canon, solid, platinum, all-time great diva, none other than Celine Marie Claudette Dion. And joining us today to discuss Celine is an international phenomenon. His audacious showmanship has astounded audiences and critics around the globe in his unstoppable rise to become a multiple award-winning, best-selling cabaret icon. He has performed in some of the biggest theatres in Europe, and now he's here in one of the smallest kitchens in Tottenham. The inimitable, indefatigable, incorrigible Ruben Kay! I am a huge celebrity, and this show is beneath me. <laughs> Thank you so much for not letting it show, though. So I'm a professional. <laughs> You're kind at most, at heart. That's what I am. Generous to a fault. My cup is running over. And thank God the lino is wiped clean. I'll just drape one of the furs you came in over the wet patch. It's got seven. Yes, but they, they all died by ethical standards. They all saw the result of the election and killed themselves. It's the only honest thing for yeah. them to do. It's actually not a fur at all. My lover is Turkish and we just waxed. <laughs> The champagne was a lovely touch before. <laughs> Sorry, the Aldi champagne. Champagish. Champagish. <laughs> it's where you have champagne and haggis. Exactly. In the Delicious. same bottle. I mean, and what else can you pour and chew? I don't know. <laughs> that wax. That oh, wax. Oh, that oh, hot that wax. Hot wax. The I'm girl band will be filming. about the hot wax. <laughs> <laughs> we are hot wax. Hi, we're hot wax. We come dressed as baby bells. <laughs> I'm Stacey. Printed. I'm Tracy. This is Charmaine. <laughs> and I'm cheesy. <laughs> Keep me in the fridge, then peel me at midnight. Cheesy's mum makes the costumes. Cheesy's Very Tina Knowles. 
dressed to look like shit, but she's in like Bob Mackie couture. Draped in sequins. <laughs> Draped in sequins. Bob Mackie. I just love rattling when she walks. Nice day. You two are a heterosexual couple. I was not what? prepared. Don't tell anyone. I was not prepared for the amount of faggotry that was going to happen within the first. I'm a card carrying homosexual. And by that, the card says he's not allowed to give blood. But you two, I fear, may have outgayed me within the first. What, 15 seconds? I mean, it feels longer. We'll do. It's probably just because we have in the near vicinity a copy of Barbara Streisand's My Passion for Design and Cher's <laughs> exercise book. <laughs> oh, no. My, oh, no. Oh, no. My, my prolapse has had a relapse. I'm so, I'm so sorry. It's like the Ark of the Gay Covenant in here. We've got so many high prestige items. <laughs> <laughs> Tories coming in their faces start melting. <laughs> Then we give them the champagne. <laughs> Would you like to light the share candles? <laughs> With the share votive candle. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> no, I'm going to make him light it. <laughs> She's nearly burnt out, actually. Unlike share. Can I say, listeners, <laughs> I'm currently recovering from <laughs> surgery and I'm on doctor's orders. I'm not allowed to talk louder than this. And I've, I may have just ruptured a cord. <laughs> So we're being very responsible. This is, don't put the match near me. I'm a Jewish homosexual. I'm very <laughs> flammable. We are lighting the share candle. Well, now we're talking about divas. I'm going to ask you the questions that we want to ask all of our guests. Yes. The first one. Yes. I will always love you. Who is your favourite diva? Bette Midler. Bette Midler for all time. For all time. For all time. Actually, not for all time up and down through her career oh She's really had a big up and down for me 1975 at the continental baths when barry manilow was her musical director before he was out yes and he was playing for <laughs> bet midler in a bathhouse in a gay bathhouse <laughs> in new york but he was not out of the north and i am not one to challenge anyone's <laughs> coming out journey uh that is a sacred path <laughs> Uh, a passage that every homosexual must traverse on their own. But dare I say, <laughs> coming out at the age of 105, <laughs> when your name is Barry Manilow, <laughs> after playing for Bette Midler in a gay bathhouse in the 70s, when condoms were a cheap alternative to a children's balloon... <laughs> If not just a gesture, perhaps this coming out uh, a tad unnecessary. <laughs> and yet the Fanalos were shocked. 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 <laughs> I'd had no idea. <laughs> yeah, like Helen Keller didn't know that Liberace was gay. Yes. His fans who were headless had yes. no clue. <laughs> Marie Antoinette, her jaw was on the floor. This is going to be a very niche podcast. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. That's the remit. <laughs> Keep it niche. We want so niche it's three listeners. They are going to be us. <laughs> <And> exactly. <laughs> Listening to ourselves on repeat. It's the only way we can maintain erections. Audio Narcissus. <laughs> Play that's it again. A, that's the name of our album. Oh, my God. Audio Narcissus. Audio Narcissus. Narcissi. Audio Narcissi. By Hot Wax. <laughs> <laughs> New number one single. Copyright Ruben K 2019. <laughs> By the way, do you know that that is a rule? Yeah, no, I know. Good. Don't worry. Yeah. You're aware? Yeah, yeah. Good. First person to say copy. Good. Don't worry, James Rowland's given us the update. <laughs> no, I gave him that. 
No, no, he's given us the updates and he, he let us know that that would happen. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Like, okay, great. Um, <laughs> if I could turn back time, what diva would you send into what event from history? ABBA at the Alamo, for instance. <laughs> if I could take any diva and send them back in time, I mean, what could you do? Marlena Dietrich at the French Revolution. Oh, great. Excellent. I think. Maybe, um, oh, Janis Joplin now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'd love that. She would just, imagine her going into the EU and beating the shit out of Nigel Farage, handing out everyone, giving everyone drugs. Oh, just comes in amazing. with a tie iron. I mean, giving up Boris Johnson a hot shot. Yeah, she would as well. You know, yeah. I mean, she's think of her the coolest person in the world looking at the Conservative Party, a group of men whose faces look like they'd sneak into the matinee of Annie to smell the farts of 200 children. <laughs> and she just, she just beat the shit out of them and tell them to chill out. Yeah. Actually, no. Can I go back further? Yeah. No, because I'm so angry at the moment. Lizzie Borden at the Conservative oh Party God. conference. Yeah, absolutely. Swing that axe, bitch. Swing it, bitch. Axe-wielding nightmare. Correct. Lizzie Borden, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with Correct. you. Actually, Judgment yeah. day. Yeah, mm. and, and a robot, robotic guillotine as well to back her up. Let's just get all the fuckers lined up. Yeah, Actually, Madame Guillotine. Madame yeah. Guillotine. Where's her Where's her? Where album? is she? <laughs> Bring her back. Where is she? Where is Do you know she? What? We, there's, we're not curious about that. <laughs> Much like Barry Manilow's <laughs> homosexuality was never in question where, the, where it was. It was always there. Yeah, we know where it is. Yeah. Hiding in plain sight. <laughs> <laughs> I normally have a normal laugh, uh, listener, um, and I use the singular. Um, <laughs> Manage those expectations. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, today I will be laughing. Because it's the only way I can actually make noise. It's lovely. Aspirate. Aspirate. Yeah. It's not even from my mouth. <laughs> Aspirate. Uh, material girl, what's on your rider? Ooh. I mean, this for most people is a hypothetical question. <laughs> but do actually, you have a rider? I do have a rider. Yes. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, I do have a rider. Um, but my rider is different. My rider is um, risk management. And this is like, uh, it's, sorry, semen. Um <laughs> It's. You don't have to call us by a full title. <laughs> I was going to say that's what's on the rider. Just a pint. Um, no, in the dressing room. Just, just on the table. Lights turned on, please. Yeah, yeah. It's like the bathtub in Ghostbusters. It's, there is no Dana. Only, only, only jizz. Um, so, there is no, oh, no Ruben. Only My, jizz. <laughs> My, my, I don't know, can you call it rider? Rider is, my rider specifically is about um, uh, who's meeting me at the airport, travel to and from the venue, travel mm-hmm. to uh, the accommodation. Mm-hmm. Is someone at the accommodation to show me around or make sure I get in? Oh. Like, all the stuff that is fucked up on, am I allowed to swear on this thing? Yeah. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Because we're all it's... sharing, we're sharing a mic. Um <laughs> What a, uh, no, just to let you know, listeners, there are three mics. Three. And a sound desk and a, I want to say a, a, a DI. <clears throat> this is a recording device, yeah. <laughs> oh, it looks a like phone. a taser. This is my phone. <laughs> it's your phone. It's an iPhone. <laughs> this is, um, they call it an iPhone one. <laughs> it's, a, it's the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> oh. 
Um, they call this an iPod. Heard <laughs> <laughs> of an iPod? Um, all the things that have uh, fucked up on tour or um, when I've been traveling, I have written down and found some way to put them into the contract <gasps> so that I, or my contract like specification, just so that like I don't, I don't repeat a mistake. Amazing. You can ha- you can ha- make it. Everyone can make a mistake. Yeah. Everyone. But repeating a mistake is kind of your fault. Yeah. Definition of madness. Or something like that. <laughs> no, that's the, the, any person's relationship with their parents past 30. <laughs> Isn't that how where um, Blue M&M's came from? It was someone's rider. So they were like, if they pay attention, mm-hmm. is it like Motley Crue or someone? It was, no, it was brown or red. There were brown m ms and it wasn't yeah. um, Motley Crue. It was... Stones. No. no, it was someone like more like hair metal hot than wax? that. Hot <laughs> wax? It was hot wax. <laughs> it was hot wax. Hot Van wax Halen? is right. Van Halen. It was Van, Van Halen. Halen. Yeah. And it was basically the way of knowing that when you came in the door, yeah. have they read the, the bits about the lights and stuff? It's also the weird ask. Mm. Like in uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I you the weird out. Oh, you haven't seen We've the new seen, season? Uh, one and two. Wait, is this three? Okay, it's this is three. I'm on we haven't it. finished two yet. Oh, you're going to die. <gasps> um, not plugging another show, although it is brilliant. Marvellous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> I think people inspired will have to be it. Insp- it, was, it was originally inspired by the upcoming career of Joan Rivers, another amazing diva. <gasps> oh, really? No. Oh. It will be covered comic, on this show. Jewish oh, female course. comic dealing with filth. Oh, my God. It's absolutely her, isn't it? It's, well, it's, it's loosely, loosely based around her. Good fact. <laughs> well, do you know what? It was the pause after where we all had to digest that moment of actual information that happened here. Oh, shit. Plenty Actu- more of that. Yeah. I, well, there won't be. Because um, <laughs> you've called me here to chat about Celine Dion. But Guys, I have you can done, read Wikipedia. I have done no research on Celine Dion. What I have done is listen to her albums, including, let's be honest, the duet with R. Kelly, which has not aged well, <laughs> which I think R. Kelly would be happy with. Uh, <laughs> And and but I do know a lot about Bette Midler, so I will be doing some very smooth transitions into my Bette Midler knowledge here. See if you can spot them, listener. So go on. Be very much on the Barry Manilow variety. (laughs) Seamless transition. No, yeah, I'm gay. You have your hand in another man, Barry. We we guessed you weren't on the Muppets. Oh, good. My next question. Who runs the world? Which diva would you give the nuclear codes to? Well, okay, not Janis Joplin. No. Let's put that on. And definitely not Marlena. Mm. Um, not Coco Chanel. Mm. Nazi supporter. Mm. Fuck off. No. Yeah. yeah. The last accessory you should put on is a... Swastika. Swastika. <laughs> Didn't take it off though, did she? No. That was the problem. To be, to be fair, she was a severe opportunist and she really survived and used the system but with a lot of moral gray area i'm gonna put that in um who would i give well look not judy garland because she couldn't even hit the button (laughs) um and i i love i love judy um no (laughs) yeah i do love judy caveat that (laughs) don't worry everyone i I do love judy Judy. (laughs) i do love judy um not madonna because she needs not not madonna she, she'd be too trigger happy. Too trigger happy. Thank oh yeah, someone to piss her off. Yeah, and then she'd film it all with a lot of like a Kabbalah, the Mashiach is coming kind of bullshit, and like no one's coming, not since 1980 something <laughs> when you masturbated on a bed, because um, everything else has been like, oh god, why is Skeletor stripping? <laughs> the 
So it's, this is very triggering it's gone for icy. Holly. It's, it's, gone icy. it's gone icy. <laughs> it's gone icy. Do you know what women have said? You are in are our still home. sexual. <laughs> oh God, this is what happens. Um, I think Cher. Yeah, yeah, a good choice. She's, ra- she's rational. Yeah, she don't take bullshit. No, nope. she's sassy. I think she. I think Cher. People give her a lot of shit for being so random on Twitter, mm-hmm. but fuck it. Her pol- her politics are off the scale. Absolutely. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She refers to the the president with an emoji of a toilet. What more do you need? <laughs> she won't say his name. No good. <laughs> no good. I I have a I have a bit of a bump on about that. <laughs> the table's just risen. Oh. I thought oh, we were God, levitating. The mixing desk is coming towards me. <laughs> That's not the only thing, baby. <laughs> Bow. Kaching. Now, this question I imagine will be very difficult for you. Yeah. Uh, when, if ever, have you been a diva? Um, do you know what? Here's the thing. I know that my character on Lestage mm. is braggadocious, is hugely uh, bullied, that people could look at me and say that I'm a diva. Mm. And am I greeted with champagne? Yes. Am I paid thousands Upon thousands of We've remortgaged dictionaries. Yeah, dictionaries. <laughs> <laughs> the sore eye. Um, no, I'm actually, when have I ever been a diva? I don't think I am one. No. I think I'm kind. You are very kind. I'm, I think I'm gentle. I am the Gandhi of cabaret. And by that I mean I wear a nappy because I do like a loose shit. Um, no. <laughs> uh, no, look. Okay, no, I will say... I think I am. Uh, are you okay there, Matt? Are you enjoying me just asking someone to hold my nappy full of shit? Is that your demon? Before I go on stage, yeah. oh this. God. Well, if it helps you answer the question, I believe diva has become a, a term which is used to curtail creativity. I think you're totally right. Do you remember when Maria Callas? Mm. There's one you would not give the nuclear codes to. Absolutely. <laughs> fucking lutely. Her and Ab- However, you would send her in for Brexit. Oh my God, she gets shit done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she's used to dealing with fucking troglodytes yeah. who treat her bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'd be all her ex-boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah, just Aristotle. Remember Joan Rivers' a great note that they the only way they got the pooper scooper law was through Aristotle Onassis dragging his knuckles through New York City. <laughs> oh shit, I got it on the ring. Although he was Greek, not New York. Um, but I'm doing very well. I'm very good at research. Uh, I'm about as good as research at, as Ryan Murphy is at. Was plotting. it a better middle joke? No. Yeah. Um, uh, Maria Cullis and Jesse Norman had these views. Uh, about when someone uses the term diva mm-hmm. and it's uh, because of course mostly used for, about women it was a real term of misogyny yeah. used for a woman knowing how to get what she needs to do her job exactly especially yeah. when most of that ends up becoming that, that sorry let me try and say this correctly that they have to resort to uh, either they get pushed to breaking point mm-hmm. where suddenly it becomes an emotional outburst because no one has taken them seriously or it means that they have to use emotional manipulation to get what they want and suddenly they get labelled a bitch. Suddenly they, when you know, they have been pushed to that level because no one has given it to them the first time they asked. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. 
And on that note, I'm going to get a chicken out the oven. Ah, and we're back from that break we just had. Yay! Yay. So, Ruben, we're going to talk about Celine Dion. Right. So, Bette Midler was born <laughs> in... <laughs> what does Bette Midler slash Celine mean to you? Do you know what? Here's the thing. I am uh, a proud Jewish woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a lady with a profile that we're going to... Aquiline. I am Aquiline Aquiline. and Equiline, (laughs) you bitch. How dare you? Do you know my mother once Quinine. 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 I will never get malaria. (laughs) Um, My mother once said, no, we can't. We can't give you a nose job, Ruben. How else will you have that spare career as a ship's rudder? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I said to her, you're not my real mother. And she said, we'd both be lucky. I, um, no, I, uh, look, I've got a nose on me. I love a nose. I love a strong face. You have but a beautiful mid- profile. I enjoy it very much. Can't wait till it's on the coin. <laughs> um, uh, and Celine, mm-hmm. Celine is a woman of face. She gives good face. She gives good face. And it's, and I... I really enjoy when someone who who looks, let's say, slightly unusual, uh, absolutely breaks through and becomes iconic. You can look at Barbara Streisand. Streisand you can yeah. look at it. Bette Midler yeah. has, you know, she'd be a misguide, mm-hmm. but she's found a way to, it becomes iconic. And then yeah. when all this stuff happens, what it actually does is it filters into society yeah. and slowly breaks the advertising brainwash of what traditional beauty looks like. Absolutely, mm. yeah. You know? Yeah. It's why that whole thing of like, oh, she's got a very French look about it. It's like, mm, she got crooked teeth and a mole. But it's like, perfect. <laughs> perfect. That's yeah. what should happen. Um, Celine Dion is, if you look at her, she's fucking weird. Mm. Like, as a person. Yeah. She's a freak. Oh, she, yeah. She's a she's stone cold oddball she would be a character actor in an episode of will and grace she she could be she could be a woody allen character in the early work before we were all scared of him yeah uh she is mental and she has this pure powerhouse of a voice and this unashamed sentimentality romanticism that doesn't mean that she isn't sexy yeah there's yeah. like a whole bunch of contradictions within Celine Absolutely. that I think speaks to every single one of us. And it's because I'm your lady <laughs> and, you and you are my, are my man. man. <laughs> All of these amazing hits. And, you know, some of them would be laughable as hits. Yeah. And yet they are the self-indulgence. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm, a, I'm an indulgent queen. You know, if my gender pronoun is lint ball. <laughs> Sorry, let me say that again. Um because I was thinking, I mean, like a lint, a ball of lint. I mean, like the chocolate lint. That's how indulgent I am. Lind. 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 Um, yeah. The absolute vocal self-indulgence. Yeah. It's, it's off the charts. But also she was... Sorry, I'm going to ramble here. You no, can no, let no, me I love not it. ramble. No, Jump in. No, this is really... Con- this is great. It's very concerned. I'm not used to people um, wanting to speak when I'm around. <laughs> Normally, it's just a, a shocked silence. And then a child starts crying. <laughs> Um, and the priest asks me to leave the christening. <laughs> the Sopping wet from the font. <laughs> and I don't know why. It's Reuben, that is not a douche. <laughs> I know, because the pressure is terrible. Um, 
this absolute indulgence that could be comical and in a way she's kind of in on the joke mm. and also she was the first performer pop performer to go this i want this for my stage show mm. who was not uh queer or part of mm. the alternative you know like she's yeah. mainstream as mainstream as fuck so you look at people like the scissors sisters you look at people like um wayne county in the electric chairs you look at queer artists like lee bowery you look at arts out of view into the queer world like madonna mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah um and yes they added all these production values celine dion did something really interesting she looked at another she looked at circus mm. she looked at Cirque du soleil and she whispered to her father-husband, René Angelil, <laughs> uh, who, oddly enough, was still breastfeeding her. Um, not from his breast, though. Uh, and said, René, one day I will make a show like this. And she made a, a new day. Yeah. And, to, and set it in Las Vegas. Yeah. And since then, you've got artists in Germany like Helena Fischer. Mm-hmm. You've got the Cirque du Soleil show about... Um, Volta, which is about some South American singer that's crazy. There's all of these um, pink mm. uses a huge amount of circus. Yeah, yeah. silks and stuff. Pink actually true. does it as opposed to just being like, let them frame me and I will be their thread. <laughs> um, uh, you know, Celine in many ways did a lot of things that other artists would do after her. She trailblazed a lot of that. Yeah. I think that's really important to remember because we do the voice is so extraordinary that you sometimes forget about the artist behind it. I mean, the voice we're looking at a range from uh, B two to E flat six. Stop it. Yeah, it's three. No, no, I can't. I am illiterate and enumerate. <laughs> that you might as well have just been a dial up modem when you said <laughs> that. So give yeah. me on the stave. Where are we talking? So we're talking B below, two below. So from middle C, she's got two Bs below that. And then she's got an E flat six. Like e flat six is E flat above high C, uh, or yeah. one above. Yeah, one I above. Think, don't quote me, but yeah, it's it's it's. So high. for those of you who don't <laughs> know music, she got a fucking big range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got a big range. Absolutely. She her voice will never have less than four bars. Again, that's not going to mean anything to I think to of service. Like, <laughs> like when you look at the okay, it was a bad. Do you know what the chat we've tipped? I really peaked. <laughs> I really peaked with the level of drunkenness. Don't worry, you'll get you'll get some snacks. You'll bring you right back down. No, we'll bring I'll you up just again. get. Or maybe just make you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start hitting on Tom again. <laughs> That's fine. He likes it. He does. Um, <laughs> Celine apparently uh, is unfazed by people who like maybe accuse her of being a bit cheesy. She likes a negative comment. She's fine with it. This is it. And there's mm-hmm. another thing. You know how you can look up on YouTube and you can see Mariah Carey. Uh, Aretha Franklin, Bette Midler being super shady, mm. Cher being super shady. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I challenge you to find one of Celine. Yeah. yeah. I challenge you. There is one. There is, is one. And someone as a French or a, possibly a Quebecois interviewer who is showing her um, a video of Mariah Carey singing All I Want for Christmas is You and cracking out. Now, Mariah, I'm sure, is going to be on this. She's a full yeah. on, full on mm. diva. Yeah. Uh, live and large at both ends of the diva exactly, spectrum, yeah. which is perfect. Do you know what I mean? But the problem is when you work at extreme ranges, you are going to have moments where your voice just doesn't work. Look at me right now. Um, this, okay, I'm not on the same level, obviously, but like yeah. voices are physiology. Yeah. And human bodies are not consistent. An athlete will sprain a hamstring. Yeah. Celine Dion had 
just before she became hugely successful, had huge vocal trauma when she was young and had to have immediate vocal surgery on her cords. Um, and the choice was you can either have immediate surgery on this or not use your voice for three months. And she chose to have the surgery very young. To have that, that's brave. Yeah. Because your voice, mm. as someone who's just had a huge amount of vocal trauma and is yeah. recovering from a whole bunch of stuff, the psychological effect you, that has on you, at me, at 30 mm. years, um, I am still young. <laughs> uh, and she was far younger. Yeah. She was in her 20s, I think, at this point. It takes a lot of strength of character. Yeah. Um, so she's watching this thing of, sorry, I, I backtracked. Um, she's watching this footage of Mariah Carey having a vocally off night as happens, don't give her shit for it. She's working at the extremes of ranges that no one else could dream of singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Celine is laughing, and but while she's laughing, she's going, oh, my God, no. She's laughing but saying, I feel so bad for her. Oh, my God, yeah, she has no vocal noise. This is awful to listen to. But she's saying it, laughing it with humility and saying, I feel, I'm sorry for laughing and I know what that feels like. Yeah. She... She's a real human, and I think that's part of the reason why her craziness is so joyful. It is. It springs like if if you. We've all seen the video clip. Celine Dion is amazing. What? Okay, we're going to pause right now, listeners, and I'm going to play them this video, and we're going to cut straight to the reaction. Um, First off, welcome back. Reactions to the video. Oh my sweet god jesus christ is the best video it's I've ever the best seen. It, it crystallizes a lot of different other videos but it does it also it, it's um altered um it's it's, a, it's a full thesis it's so if you if you want an introduction to celine mm-hmm. une introduction à la celine ouais, ouais, parce que je français. Uh, and I, I don't um uh, don't what nothing um let's talk about bit midler no, um, <laughs> if you don't know a lot about Celine, just YouTube, Celine Dion is amazing. It'll we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Put it in the show notes. It's essential. I mean, gather your friends around. Huge, huge toke of a spliff. Hold them yeah. close. And everyone, every time you have an overwhelming urge, take a shot. Yeah, mm. just go for it. It's a go drinking game. Yeah. It's beautiful. Just go for it. Yeah. Um, um, it's amazing that you mentioned Mariah Carey yes. and, um, watching the video because Thomas Matola, the ex-husband of... Mariah, mm-hmm. um, described Celine as the ultimate diva. And he also oh. said, uh, she's got the pipes, she's got the looks, she's got the style, she's got the persona, but she doesn't have the piss-poor attitude that the rest of them may have. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Isn't that great? <laughs> Do you think that might be motivated by something? The views, thoughts and opinions expressed by Mr. Matola belong solely to Mr. Matola and do not necessarily have any bearing or any organisational committee or other group or individual. They are definitely not in any way related to Mimi, the emancipation thereof, or glitter-related PTSD. <sighs> But sometimes the glitter can We're legally requested. <laughs> glitter gets in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I just want to note in my research, because we do have to do some fact-based yeah. fact stuff. Celine Dion is from a family of 14 children. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, we'll, we'll get on to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't worry oh, about good. that. We've got that all We day. have to just address the fact that that mother raised those children with a pelvis that was dust. Absolutely. <laughs> she nearly also, she went to consult a priest when she was pregnant with Celine. It nearly didn't happen. As in to say, because mm-hmm. the cesarean would have had to be done at the knee. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you know where Celine Dion, by the way, I say this with no medical degree or basic knowledge of the female anatomy. Um, <laughs> Even rudimentary. Rudimentary. Um, where um, 
We're in the line to Celine come she's in. The she's the baby. She's number 14. She's literally the last one. Imagine yeah. being 13 and being like, <laughs> I was this close. Exactly. They're all, they all, they're a family band that, that sing as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are the Quebecois Von Trapps. <laughs> they are. Really and now were. they are all Von Trapped in her shadow. <laughs> are you an only child? I tell people I am. <laughs> no, you've got a brother. Of course Not you through have. lack of trying. Um... <laughs> No, I am. I am the baby. You uh, are Celine. I am the Celine. Big nose, big pipes, and I have no piss poor attitude. Now, where the fuck is my dinner? <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not <laughs> at all. Uh, the the, the I thing don't know about how the managed, but there's smoke coming off the pot of beans, which oh, are in smoke. water. <laughs> don't worry, something burn on the hob. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. you put you shoes. Uh, people of the listening population Sorry. Uh, who are wondering, Holly was just putting on some oven mitts, but the way she did was she put them both on at the same time <laughs> and then rubbed them across her body <laughs> to push her hands further into the mitt instead of one mitt at a time. And it, it suddenly looked like a very, do- a very domesticated, erotic display, which, to be honest, considering she's in dungarees and leopard print, it's increased the bump. Tom's taking his cat ears off, though, so... It's true, actually. No, I'll pop them back on for you. Yeah. Oh, I thought, um, it, was, I thought it was the start of a very lazy striptease. <laughs> oh, God. Bit by bit. 20 Welcome minutes. Every 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> One long striptease. From now to the day no we die. Oh, that's, that's what this evening needed. Burlesque. <laughs> very old and very well-regarded art form. One to which I owe the beginning of my career. Really? I worked in burlesque houses. I did not know this. Worked in burlesque houses. He worked in Berlusconi's house. It's a very <laughs> different thing. I did. I sucked off Italian politicians. Someone's tried not to tried not to remove their pubic comb overs. <laughs> what were you doing for a job at the time? Oh, just my maccas. <laughs> You've got to have a hobby. <laughs> also, good steady balanced diet. <laughs> oh, God. So full of protein. What do you... Your skin must have been glowing. Do you know what? People thought I was pregnant. <laughs> Not for Maybe that you were. reason. <laughs> that does explain. <laughs> oh, oh, we have slid so far off track. Pulling it so back. Back to Bette Midler. Back to Bette Midler. Anyway, um, but actually I was... No, you go. You go. No, you go. No, you go. No, no, no. I was, I was no, going to say because you hasn't were spoken <laughs> enough in this society, yeah. so we'd love to hear what you have to think. Well, I was going to go for a quote from Mia Demont, who's um, Celine's friend. Yeah. Oh, is that uh, like and what, her like Whitney's former like publicist? Whitney's no, 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 bodyguard. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's her former publicist, right. uh, but they they maintain a friendship apparently. Uh, but she was saying about Therese, and you were saying about the about the mum, Therese Dion. Uh, she didn't want any more children. She figured out she had enough, and she went to see the priest, and she said, "You can't do that." You're such a good person. You can't do that. And then she finished off the quote by saying, do you know how happy she is now? <laughs> so that, just, to, just to summarise that for people who haven't quite kept up with that one, because mm-hmm. we've had a lot of, a lot of champagne. Um, Therese wanted to go to see a priest and was talking about getting rid of Celine because she was 41, I think, by this do point. You, do you worry that's the moment when you realise time travel was real and someone went back in time? Yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> To like deliberately change Teresa's mind and mean like it was the priest. Yeah, stay away. From it was me. Andrew Scott. Oh my god! <laughs> Andrew Scott went back in time. Oh my prove god! Because he, he can prove he can't. Prove, prove more proof that Andrew Scott is the best gay man. Absolutely. In London, not only did he inspire straight women, 
to have lustful feelings. Did not only revolutionise how we think of men of the cloth. Yeah. Not only did he win the Evening Standard Award for Present Laughter, which was a virtuosic performance. Ooh. Not only did he possibly cruise me in the bathrooms of um, of balance. <laughs> I say that, we made eye contact in a mirror while I was peeing, but there was a cock in a hand, so it counts. But he also gave us Celine. He gave us Celine. I also, love that. my other question here. Go on. There's a couple here. I have... I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Celine's mother had figured out that she had enough children mm. at 13. <laughs> this bitch is slow on the uptake. Like, at what point do you not buy four? I know. What was it about five and six? <laughs> five and six, when oh, you gave also, birth by a light sneeze. It's not even like they were the a- actual Von Trapps. Like, they weren't rolling money. They were poor. They were really, really poor. poor. And like someone else said, uh, Peter Castro, uh, the former assistant managing editor of People, uh, said five of them shared a bed, all of them shared one bathroom, they had no washing machine, and they were so poor that after dinner they would flip the plates over to have dessert. I say don't have dessert. You're too poor. I said, don't have any more kids. That is a Tory <laughs> fucking attitude. Or have a child. Don't have dessert. I fucking you knew don't it. deserve it because you're poor. Have kids. Don't protect yourselves, but also don't have dessert. Don't have dessert. Know well, your it's limits. Just, look, it's dessert or a condom. Like, choose where you spend your money. And you know where a Tory's going to spend it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Parfait. <laughs> so, ce n'est pas. So, the other thing I have to say about mm-hmm. that is any priest that says to a woman of 13. Of any woman who's saying, I'm thinking about getting an abortion. And if your reason for saying have the child is you're a good person and we need more good people in the world. One, awful. One, awful. Two, does not understand that good people can have horrible children. My mother is a saint. And (laughs) Hitler's mother was a vegetarian. I don't know. I don't know. I made that up. I think he was a vegetarian. Hitler might have been a vegetarian. Yeah. It was, wasn't he? Well, if Andrew Scott had gone back and sorted that out. And look, I mean, we've just, what's the name of that argumentative rule where the minute you enter how long does it take before you mention Hitler yeah. in the conversation we've just lost it already shit she said Mussolini Cut and I've back. just lost the game what, what game and so has everyone else as well oh because you just re- fuck you you won it because you just said the game you reminded us of the game well you don't win do you? we're all losers in the game oh it's like 2019 it's like, it's like the economy yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway by all account it was a, a happy house though it was a very happy house mm. um, Celine was apparently named after the song Celine, Celine. by French singer Hugues Offray maybe mm. you can say that properly are we saying that right? that's, that's not the correct pronunciation of that name <laughs> no. Hugues Offray okay Hugues? no Hugues no. huge offering no that's exactly it <laughs> Um, I love that uh, a lot of sources say that her dad was a butcher, but then other ones say he was a restaurateur. <laughs> oh, he was—he was—he was, he was, he was Spectrum, a hipster. Yeah, he was a hipster. He was a fucking artisan butcher. <laughs> artisan butcher in the fucking fifties, the sixties. Sorry, Celine. <gasps> oh, oh, stop it! I have tongue. just seen. I found a photo of fifteen-year-old Celine. Pre-teeth. Pre-teeth before she had the surgery. She's got him. <laughs> Oh, no. Just to be clear, she's got teeth. Yeah, yeah. removal. She wasn't just a gummed out kind of French peasant. Just one fang. I use it to cut their cheese. But also, we all say French. She was Quebecois. Yes, exactly. I know. We're saying French because we can't say what you... What, do it again. Quebecois. Quebec- I'm very international. So in 1980, Celine's mum wrote a song for her 12-year-old entitled It Was Only a Dream. Ce n'était qu'un rêve. Very good. Hi, 
Hi guys, uh, it's me Holly. Um, yeah, we are still looking for a sponsor. Um, so if you know anybody, do put them in touch. Um, here's Brittany with a few words. I would rather not have a sponsor. Please, I'll do mattresses. Well... I thought I was going to be the one that that took this to a low level, and then well, we you just, mentioned Hitler, so and you mentioned Fred, you and, mentioned Rose Fred West. and Rose West. I, I was at a dinner party the other night, and there were someone was talking about how Mozart was German, Austrian, and there's a guy that went, "No, no, Mozart was German, Hitler was Austrian. Remember that?" And I said, "Yeah," and only one of them knew how to edit. Hey. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll do go. No, it did not go <laughs> down well. There was no pudding. No one, no one really spoke to me after. And I was like, well, that was actually a very clever joke. <laughs> I thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I get paid for this. <laughs> That's my line. I know. I, I was in a show in um, Switzerland and I the opening was me just looking at an audience member on stage and making making orgasm sounds and as I slowly lowered myself onto the seat just making orgasm sounds until it got very uncomfortable and then um, as I sat down and kind of like was like oh I finally sat down on this amazing cock while making eye contact with generally a middle-aged white man um, (laughs) with a wife who was very confused Um, everyone would kind of go oh and I would just go I get paid for this (laughs) Almost as a moment of aggression that I was in a sort of a really heterosexual environment. I love it. You brought me here. Yeah, it's the equivalent of Liberace's like these rings. You paid for um, another diva. I'd love to come Yeah, Liberace. Liberace will be. Terrible person. Yeah. So Great s- film, though. Oh, heaven. Love that movie. Rob Lowe, the best cameo. Who's Rob Lowe play? I can't even remember that. He's the surgeon. Oh, God, he is, and they've taped his face back, haven't they? Yeah, they've tied the crow's feet back so hard they've hidden them under the wig. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Lest we all forget, Rob Lowe is also... Not a great person. Not a great person. Look, here's the thing. Humans are complex characters, and a lot of us... Kids are sexy. (laughs) I was going to say a lot of us are terrible people, but you... Evidenced it. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> you only said it's because you're you made it abundantly clear <laughs> well you are dressed as a sexy toddler exactly. today sorry you are i'm gonna do that again you are dressed as a slutty toddler <laughs> and far be it for me to, sh- to slut shame the under fours <laughs> i'm like andy pandy's naughty sister oh god <laughs> randy pandy <laughs> randy pandy <laughs> like woody allen's wet dream except That's you're not pandy. related to her <laughs> oh it's only you're not related to him six degrees Six to be six inches of separation. Incredible. Um, and I thought you also said then you were like, don't worry, I'll do that again. As if any of this is usable. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. No, it's no, it's, it's, it's. Um, on, on the back of this conversation about child exploitation, enter Renee. Uh, so, Renee Angelique. Yes. I'm making no comments about their relationship. No, their not, relationship. can I say, here's the, thing, here's the thing. I made a joke before, mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. I? No one can ever judge romance mm-hmm. between a 42 year old man and a 17 year old woman girl 
17-year-old girl. No one can ever judge. None of us were here. Yeah. None of us were there. It was... Um, however... No. 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 It was many years into their relationship, but they felt like, well, let's, we're at the beginning. So he heard her audition. She sang her song her mother wrote for her, and he began to cry. And he said, it really shook me up. You hear a voice like that every 10 to 20 years. And mm-hmm. I say to him, Renee, every 10 to 20 years... I say once in a lifetime. Do you know what? I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And he was the first who said, do you know what? I will I will do what needs to be done to push yeah. this voice into the public. Mm. You know? And if 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 they were able to have such a long lasting loving marriage with children, mm-hmm. you know, uh, then he must have done that with an alarming amount of sensitivity yeah. and care. You look at her um, in the video of their funeral which i i did Mm -hmm. her emotion i mean she played that um it was like jackie up oh yeah it was perfect but that was it was real that was real genuine Mm. emotion Mm. um i believe in their relationship i do too actually i profoundly believe in their relationship i think i think he had something to gain initially i think any producer when they spot talent yeah there is going to be a toss-up between that, between an emotion and Absolutely. a financial or career yeah. thing. That's part of, by the way, that is part of anyone's career. That's part of any artist's career. Yeah. Um, we were not there at the beginning of this. No. We're looking at it with hindsight, looking at the dynamics between a much older man and a, and a younger woman who has never once said she was exploited and has been very... Um, as you say, like stateswoman like about their relationship and their relationship, I think yeah, we, we can't possibly speculate. Yeah. I he, think he was controlling to it, but he was also he mortgaged his house to finance her career. But that's the, the thing, that he was... mortgaged his house. Yeah. Uh, of course these are the facts that are available to us. Mm. Mm. And there's there are a lot of um, careers which have been managed in terms of the publicity that's available. Yeah. So again, what everything that we're going on is again hearsay judge uh, based on what we can find yeah. and what we know. But we can see the emotion on her face. Absolutely. And we can see how long that emotion lasted yeah. and how long that relationship lasted, mm. unlike other people and their managers. Tommy Mottola, Mariah Carey. <gasps> cool back. Shade. Amazing. Shade. And I do listen. You do, you do, my darling. And on that note, we're going to... Have a little, give you a little extra snack because we'd be extra. Uh, Celine owns a uh, restaurant chain. What? Here's some Nichols copy from restaurant. the website. Uh, yes, our smoked meats are the best in town, but our restaurants also serve burgers, sandwiches, poutines, milkshakes, and many other options for any kind of appetite. For your health-conscious friends, nice salads and grilled meats will be appreciated. Even the little ones will be delighted, having a kid's menu, offering all the choices they like. And what do you think of a good piece of chocolate cake, Celine? Ribbon, given that I've told you what we're having, what do you think we're having? <laughs> Considering you've, I want to say cooking, I'm going to say reheating <laughs> chips. And I saw you plop out a big, I'm going to say a turd of frozen gravy into that pan that's cracking. A lady never tells. <laughs> However, this bitch uh, told me everything. Are we by chance? And I'm only guessing this because mm-hmm. you looked me in the eyes and said we're having poutine (laughs) are we by any chance any stretch of the imagination having poutine no we're having whopper burgers find out after the break the fuck 
the roll back of the eye as well. Right leg. Right leg. <laughs> One second. <laughs> Hi, mum. <laughs> Hello. Oh no, no, we're actually recording a a podcast. They've got a podcast called Big Diva Energy about famous divas. So I've been called in as a pundit. And we just it's it just very nicely comically timed <laughs> that that you that you called. I didn't realise quite that we were gonna run so late. We've just created so much Am I able to call you, let's say, in an hour or an hour and a half? Heaven. Wonderful. Shall do. See ya. Bye. Yes. You are. This is the reason why the why you why I love you. She's like, and listen, I'm the big diva. Did she like? Yes, like, Mrs. Yeah, of course she did. Uh, oh, never, Mrs. Crow. God, I, really I recorded that. She kept her name Altman. Oh, Altman. I'm I'm one of them as well. Karen Edith Altman. An Altman. <gasps> She's from the Altman brothers. Greg Altman, married to Cher. Yeah. <laughs> Your mum's married to Cher. My mum, oh yeah. No, my stepdad has a secret identity. <laughs> Cher is a tween. Um. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you enjoy your extra snack? Oh, God. <laughs> Can I say? Oh, sorry. I'm in the room. <laughs> I'm in the room. I'm here. Uh, look, the champagne has taken alarming hold. <laughs> As have the Lindor balls. And the, the amount of... I've never seen anyone concentrate so many concentrated carbs into a meal. The, the poutine was in, outstanding. And the coup de gras was... The coup de foie gras was uh, that it was served in a plastic bowl that still had the price tag and manufacturing details stickers on them. So for fine dining in Tottenham, <laughs> look, look no, no further. further than Shay, Holly, and Tom. Uh, Shay Moore's Morgan. Shay Moore's Morgan. That's BDA, bitch. The Shay. oh yes, branding. Get the branding. It was a beautiful chicken, a lovely salad with a hazelnut vinaigrette. Mm. Look at how white they are. Balegda. Balegda. <laughs> As you can see, we did not stop drinking while we ate. And now we are like Princess Diana's chauffeur, just tottering away from a crash before we get blamed. And I'm Paul Burrell, enabling the whole affair. And they're just nicking all the That's trinkets. That's libel. I used to think that my body, I used to think my body was like Princess Diana's. Once housed, it once housed a future queen, and now it's just a wreck. And the nation mourns. The nation, do you know, I remember going to school in 1997 mm. on that day and um, seeing our school, because we went to like a semi-posh mm-hmm. wannabe private school. Yeah. Uh, and I got in for personality alone because my <laughs> grades were barely a, a backwards glance at a really? career. Oh, so clevs. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like walking into school in year seven, it was because I knew my career was never going to be anything that related to the hierarchy or structure of schooling. Yeah. So I kind of felt a very detached mm-hmm. sense of anarchy of like, oh, I feel like I'm in Heather's. Um, and I <laughs> I remember walking in and knowing that Princess Diana had obviously died. Mm. I just remember walking Sorry. into my primary high school and seeing the flag at half mask, masked for someone who was 
Like <laughs> it's a phantom. <laughs> it's a phantom of the opera reference. It's a visual medium. Yeah. <laughs> um, and seeing uh, this, well, I was like, one, we're Australian. Yeah. Two, she was not a princess <laughs> no. by, at that stage. No, given up. Well, had it taken off her. The HRH? Uh, I think she got stripped of her HRH. Well, he got it you? in the divorce, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the divorce, you get divorced from the royal family. You're not yeah. bothered. You can't, you can't say... It's like, it's like wanting a refund when you've eaten the whole meal. Exactly. Tell that to Fergie. <laughs> Fat shaming. How dare you, Tom and you. A plus, a plus size woman. Like yourself. How's that internalised hatred? A plus size redhead as well. Oh... <laughs> So just swallowing all that hatred, along with a second helping of poutine, I notice you fat <laughs> no, bitch. Redhead, as if I have hair. <laughs> you do on your back. I look like an upside down testicle with a frown drawn on it. Oh wow! Oh god! Oh, the bumps gotten bigger. <laughs> I, I don't know whether I hate the bump now because the bump. Oh, I've got the presence bump. of the bump is. Take it as a compliment. It's because you now just I be see prettier with a capital T and a capital B. <laughs> The bump every time. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, it's, like dear. The, it's like the thing. Yeah, or the is. princess. That's why before, when you open the door, there's a Swedish man trying to shoot the dog, <laughs> trying to warn you. And then you just turn around and now the dog had become me. <laughs> if you were worried that this this podcast might have too, too wide an appeal, <laughs> we've really. Don't worry. Really smash those walls down. Balloon. <laughs> oh, it should be the punctuation on every joke. <sighs> right. Right. <laughs> Let's keep this... Uh... Right. So, Bette Midler. Bette Midler. <laughs> so uh, we're going to give you a bit of context on Renee. Renee was... Ange- Renee Angeli was born in Montreal. Uh, was born in 1942. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to a tailor of Syrian ancestry who'd immigrated to Canada. Immigrated. He stitched together Syrian ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> Just dragging them round. Made a suit. Needle and thread. All the screaming. <laughs> Haven't they been through enough? Like the human centipede of Canada. Oh. <laughs> Just oh, between no. the Euphrates and the... <laughs> this other one. Dems. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks. No. <laughs> What's the two Syrian rivers? Oh, I don't know. So Renee is from Montreal. Whatever. No, we're not that interested in Renee, are we? No, not really. Here's uh, the thing. Although he did, he sang in a church choir. Yeah, that's um, interesting. And uh, enrolled in business school, but um, he loved pop music from the 19- American pop music, specifically from the 1950s. So he dropped out uh, to devote his efforts to a singing trio called the Baronets mm. or Le Les Baronets at mm. Commune. No, no, Skippers. different spelling. Baronets, okay. they could never have children. Le Baronet. <laughs> the Baronets. <laughs> Phil Spector's little known group. <laughs> well, it's probably most known group, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and he well, I mean, out- if, if it was three uteruses, it was the group with the least amount of holes. Because <laughs> he shot them, a lot of them, because he shot people, so filled them with holes. Yeah, because... Um, murderer, because he's a murderer. Murderer, he's a murderer. Yeah. Let's not forget that. that. It's Never always forget. wise. Always wise. Make a couple of jokes and then hit him with the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's that chilling end to the Christmas album, isn't it? Yeah. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it's me, Please. Phil Spector. Remember, I killed a woman. Yeah. Shot her off a chair. <laughs> yeah. So you can say what you want about Caitlyn Jenner. Killed someone with her car. Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah. Never forget. Never forget. Not Renee, though. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Never did anything sus. 
Good old Renee never did anything that anyone worried about. I don't know. Did you hear what the Le Bar- the Baronets used to make? They used to make British Invasion songs uh, and turn them into French, and then wore matching uh, suits and skinny neckties. So you're you going to you're going to have to give me an example of this. <laughs> This is something we're gonna need, we'll need to edit this in. Yeah. You want a clip of the Baronets? Yeah, we need a clip of the Baronets. I don't think we're allowed. Being like I don't English invasion the... songs, like. I don't think there are any recordings available. Well, you'll have to do one. <gasps> oh, there are. Oh, Here we go. Shit. Me tie. Unintelligible. It's very I'm very young. <laughs> I'm very. I'm fetal veal. We've never heard of yeah, the if Beatles. You, if you if you if you if you skinned me, you'd make astrakhan for. <laughs> I'm Bobby Veal. It's my drag name. Bobby Veal. <laughs> actually, my drag name is actually Vaseline Dion. <laughs> and we're back on track. Because one That's of us was professional. Gray. One of us is a pro. Because one of us... <laughs> so basically, Renee quit off. singing eventually. Because um, it didn't go very well. No. But then he no, made really? Singing. Yeah, surprising <laughs> enough with that banger. You couldn't tell what song it was. Uh, <laughs> he said, when I met Celine, it was my last chance in that line of work. Like a blackjack player with one last chip who has a great comeback and ends up with a fortune. Um, do you think Renee might have had a gambling problem? <laughs> I think by that analogy, and the fact that... He had a gambling problem. <laughs> and they yeah. lived in Vegas. Ruben, I'm going to tell you right now, every single quote we have from Renee, no matter what it's about, has some sort of gambling analogy <laughs> attached no, to it. No, I don't believe him. Take one at random. Okay. <laughs> There's got to, you must be being wrong and judging him harshly. J'aime Céline et aussi le, <laughs> le gambling. There you go, like the Black Jack. Le, le, le Jacques Noir. Right, perfect. That's obviously, there's like Told an you. exception that proves the rule. Um, no, it's not like he took all of the money that he made with Celine and all the money that she earned and he engineered uh, the millions and millions upon millions and millions of pounds. It's not that he just sort of callously gambled all of that away. No. Then left her to support him. Ruben, the dude had cancer. Come on. <laughs> So he had a sense of tumour. <laughs> so, so we all need advice, don't we? We do. Mine is, mine is mine is chocolate Lindor balls. Turns out <laughs> I am in the wrong business. And you look like a Greek god, though, babe. So you, yeah, stop. Bacchus, <laughs> Bacchus Eros. <laughs> Why did I say Bacchus? We did Dionysus. Bacchus was the Roman one. Mm. Oh no! Oh. I've just shown anyone how poor my education. Everyone, how oh, I'll stop oh, now. No. Now you'll never run for prime minister. <laughs> you can't make classical references that have no reference to modern life. Oh my god! I made a Medea joke on BBC. You're fired, and it died did so you? badly that Tom had to like get the audience to give me a round of applause. Not oh, me, god. just to be clear, Tom Allen, the Tom actual Allen. comedian. That you're very funny. You are very funny. Unintentionally. Um, <laughs> I said something about like, well, in this business, if you're an agent to a performer, you've got to seem quite maternal. And unfortunately, in this instance, you came off about as maternal as Medea. Now, if they didn't laugh, that's not on you. Well, that's a funny joke. It's a funny joke. It's not on you, but also, Holly, remember the audience that we're talking about. You said so you're fired. Old yeah. people and the unemployed. <laughs> like, that's Trish's I audience. Just, I just should make it really clear by now. Uh, I'm a massive Apprentice yeah, fan. Huge. I absolutely really? love huge. it. <laughs> It's it's it's. The Did reality. you see my episode then? Wait, you're you're in the actual because we haven't finished the new season. We've only just started watching it. Are you in the I actual know. program? Fuck 
Oh. No, I mean you're fired. No, no, I know you're on your fired, but we haven't been. All right. We no, I'm not in the actual program. No, 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 I know that. But we haven't got that. <laughs> Doing a side through. hustle trying to get us some. <laughs> What, no, Alan I thought like maybe invest- because what would you be investing in? What have you got? What have you got going? What's just side Prep. <laughs> Black market prep. Imagine sugar trying to trying to in, trying to make that segue. Sugar so that pill. You are you up to date with all the episodes? No, no. So that's no. why we're we, living in the past. That's why we haven't seen you. Who evicted them. No, don't tell us. No. We're only on episode two. Basically, we usually watch it, but for some reason, this season, Holly decided uh, to... I don't know why. She I don't know what mad, happened. I, I went guess. mad. Went a little bit mad. And she was like, no, I don't really fancy The Apprentice this year. To which I said, well, I'll watch it on my own then. She went, well, don't do that. So. And then you were on your fire, and I was like, well, obviously I have to watch it. And then, then we, we started watching it, and I remembered how, how good much, it is. I'm obsessed with it. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from Drag Race, it's probably the single greatest reality television program in the world. Yeah. And I don't mean the US version. Because I cannot, I hold no truck with that. Mm. I need my sugar. <laughs> We're going to discuss uh, the makeover. So Renee takes over the reins and Celine gets a makeover. Well, she he hires for uh, Mia DeMont, who we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. who was the, the quote about the, mm. um, the mum. He also, doesn't he give her a makeover and then puts her away at this yeah. fancy school to teach her English? Yeah. Yes. Like she said, because she saw a Michael Jackson concert with him. Mm-hmm. Concert or video? I think it was a concert. I think it was a she concert. She went to a concert. Yeah. And she said to her, said to Renee, I want to be a star like him. Mm. And Renee, as you already said, a person not afraid of risk, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Who mortgages house for her and who... Definitely not a gambling problem. No, definitely not a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. He says, right, well, off you pop. Yeah. We're going to fix your teeth. We're going to make you this and this. We're going to revolutionize your image we're going to teach you english yeah echo bullets mm-hmm. that's oh, it was it oh right okay bullets school bullets and she <laughs> and she gets revealed to the world yeah. as a polished english speaking yeah a multinational artist who can take on the american charts with Didn't the, they call her the audrey hepburn of or that something like that they said mm. the, the papers were like Here's Celine. Mm. Judy Garland. Oh, it was Judy Garland, wasn't it? Called her the Judy Garland because mm. she had this. Well, I think just I think American or English speaking audiences they hear someone speaking French and they're like, no, <laughs> and she took over. Unison was an amazing hit. The album that they yeah. then released. Yeah, absolutely. And and she has the chops as well. She's got it, and you can tell from the get go. And I feel like what we were talking about that kind of indif. That, that quality you can't quite nail down about why she's so interesting to look at and that enigmatic quality about her. The the, the makeover, I don't think, took... I, I think it smoothed the rough edges. Yeah. I Look, here's the thing. We're in show business. Yeah. In the same way that shows, Cirque du Soleil will have an aesthetic profile. You mm-hmm. know, if you want mm-hmm. a big person for this role, you want a little person, you want a person of a certain size. Your physicality says something to an audience about you. And certainly in the commercial world of music in the 90s, yeah. there was no Lizzo. No. You know, there was, you know, especially for women, because yeah. at that time, what do you have? You had all these people like Bob Dylan, who looks like you wouldn't give him change outside of Tesco. <laughs> you know, obviously... Do give people change outside Tesco. Yes. It is a Tory Britain. Yeah. You should all be doing that. Um, uh, I think it was a way that she could become 
more more commercial within Absolutely, that market. Absolutely, yeah. Just the reality of the business at that time and yeah. even now, unfortunately. Yeah. And is that maybe Big D for Energy being like, I'm going to do what I need to do? But also, can I say this? I've had my teeth done, mm-hmm. you know, surprise, surprise. I thought you emerged like that. Yeah, I did. And after they finished feeding me an apple with a flat palm, um, no, I... Uh, no, I had, I had a, I had a, what shall I say, a Steve Buscemi smile. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a box, yeah. of, box of broken toffees. Ah, oh, like a, like an explosion in a tombstone factory. <laughs> oh God! I had. What, it, the, was like the the la- it was like the it was like the Labour Party. They're all scattering and dressed in shades of brown and grey. Oh, lovely! It's topical, but it's also a strong metaphor. Mm, it's me. <laughs> We're all um, doing solidarity signs. Solidarity. <laughs> well, no, I was a sick child, so I was given a couple of drugs. Like I was given tetracycline and fluoride, and they have. Uh, adverse effects on the way the enamel in your teeth grow, etc., etc. It's very, very boring. But it meant that I was, I could eat an apple through a tennis racket. So I, so, and I knew I was going to get into showbiz. And the thing is, your smile, your teeth, they're part of your real yeah. identity because they're about your smile, which is mm-hmm. something you want to be able to do instinctively. Yeah. And if suddenly you are curtailing that instinct. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, I got my teeth done mm-hmm. and it's great. Look like a, Row of shiny new urinals. They are stunning, aren't they? I had mm. a second row, like a shark. What? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I had. It's a visual medium again, but like my. No, one, they can tell. Yeah, yeah. The, the one that is my canine. Yeah, was in the middle of my head, like this rogue fang. Oh my god! Yeah. Did she have that fixed before? <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Again, a visual medium. Tom's got his cock out. <laughs> I, <laughs> The bump's coming along nicely. The bump's. There's a tooth mark. <laughs> Just one. And you had, so mm. how many, how, how big was I've the second I've had no row? teeth out. I had my wisdom teeth out, but basically they've just rearranged them and shaved them all down. So they now all fit in my mouth. But I had braces You have got what they 30. call a complex smile I in have. the dentist's world. Oops. Complex smile like Julia Roberts is a, a smile that shows all of the teeth. Yeah. That yeah. shows like the slight gap where you're, t- like I've got a complex smile. But a complex personality. Oh, my no, goodness. Simple I <laughs> can't even add. Um, We've had a lot of complex carbohydrates. But here's the thing. What I'm saying is she went and had her teeth done. Uh, and I don't necessarily think sometimes getting your teeth done is um, just about being commercial. I think it's also mm. something that needs to happen for your self-esteem. Yeah. If, it, if it bothers you. If it doesn't yeah. bother you, great. If it does bother you and it's your teeth, get it. Well, look at Madonna. Mm. It's never held her back having no. the gap. I it's love a wife that. Of but also, there's a moment of. There's a, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you didn't. Oh, good. Um, there's also a moment of like, you know, getting your teeth fixed is rarely hazardous to your health, like mm. a lot of other, let's say, cosmetic procedures yeah. can be. Mm-hmm. And the risk about that, unless you're, let's say, getting it done for cheap in a third world country, because yeah. that's what you really want to save money on, um, is medical procedures. On your face. Oh budget let's do it let's get the ryanair of dentists yeah i'm gonna tj babe let's see what tk max tk max has got a couple of wi- couple of canines coming in they understand that with two a dachshund and a corgi just in my gums the quality of the jokes have, have, have decreased but the laughter has increased <laughs> it's an exponential effect mm. it is mm. the poutine effect that's what they call it in medical dictionaries mm. the da vinci code of carbs <laughs> So Celine's transformation stunned her fans and seemingly Renee as well. 
1987, she releases Incognito. 1987, she is 17. I believe. No, 19. 19. She's 19. Yeah. <laughs> Lolita was the video. And oh, God. <laughs> Provocative choice. Stunned oh, the fans. And uh, Mia, she's coming 2020. back. <laughs> I don't know what she was trying to tell us. We all know about Mia Dumont. <clears throat> she's come up. She said all of a sudden she had this body, these legs from here to there, and she was beautiful. People could see that she was beautiful. So Mia, again, uh, spilling the tea. She said she suspected that Celine was in love with Renee. <sighs> Suspicious. She's a messy bitch that lives with drama. But apparently it was in 1988, Celine represented Switzerland in the Eurovision Song Contest. She won. She won and in she... Dublin. In Dublin. Oh, is that how, how you pronounce it? That's how the Quebecois say it. Dublin? <laughs> Both Hello, <of> Dublin! <laughs> Both of you should be shot. Let's go for it! <laughs> Oh, what fun. I really hope you enjoyed that. And as much as we did, I mean, doubtful, because we had a really fucking great time. Um, So we've got part two. She's coming up, not this week, the week after. And in the meantime, you'll have your regular dollop of a little diva energy. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for listening. And uh, please go to rubenk.com. And buy some merch. She's got some great merch. Um, And like and subscribe, please. And rate if you liked it. If you didn't, jog on. See you soon, divas. Big Diva Energy is a Dark Mutters production. If you enjoyed it and you want to reach out and say hi, maybe share your own Celine-related stories, or just tell us which diva means the most to you, you can tweet us at Diva Energy or email us at bigdivaenergypod at gmail.com. Okay, love you, bye!